The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steel, is every Thursday a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Berkshires to the sound, from wherever you live in MLB America, this is Inside the Parker. You give us 22 minutes and we'll give you the scoop on Major League Baseball. Now here's Baseball Hall of Fame voter number 86. Rob Parker. Welcome into the podcast. I am Rob Parker, your host. What a show we have for you lined up. We will talk with former Red Sox star Kevin Euclid. He joins the podcast. Also, former major leaguer and Fox Sports analyst Nick Swisher will stop by. That and much more. But first, let's kick it off with getting robbed. To lead off, it's getting robbed. And keep them up. Rob's hot take on the three biggest stories in Major League Baseball. Number one. Call me foolish. Call me overly optimistic. But I do believe we will have a baseball season in 2020. I keep hearing the stuff that's leaked out to the media. Like you have the owners offered a 76-game season. Uh, the players balked at that, but the players have now offered an 89-game season. And if you look at both of those numbers, remember, the players had asked for a 114-game season. The owners had set a 50-game season. This is all negotiations, and I get it. But to me, when you talk about 89 and you talk about 76, that tells me that somewhere in the middle, between 80 or 82 games, we should have a season. And I think that's enough game to crown a World Series champion and not have it be a farce, not have it look back, fans look back at 2020 and say, oh, you remember that horrible year when they played 48 games? 
48 games is not enough for a baseball season, for a sport that plays every day. So you got to have at least half a season, get it started in July, and we can enjoy the summer and the early fall and have a fall classic in October. I'm all for an 80-82 game season. I believe both sides will come to their senses, make an agreement, and we'll have one, and uh, we'll all be happy all over Baseball America. Number two. I don't know about you, but the baseball draft took place Wednesday night, and talk about feeling weird or strange. It was weird. It was strange. First of all, only five rounds. Baseball's had 40 rounds in the past. So a five-round baseball draft, which is unheard of. And you want to talk about shrinking down to almost nothing. So this is the first time where baseball has uh, trimmed the draft to this drastic of a measure. And just having the draft, I'm sure there'll be a lot of great players and people will be happy with some of their picks. But this is the part that just, without having baseball ready to go and maybe in agreement at hand, maybe baseball should have pushed it back or they're continuing to do baseball baseball business as usual because they believe there will be a season and that's why they're doing it because they could have said maybe we push it back but then again the NFL didn't push their draft back the difference is their season wasn't on hold like baseball is I'm hoping that the that Major League Baseball having this draft means that the business of baseball continues and uh They're optimistic, so we all should be optimistic that baseball will continue to move forward. Number three. Stop the presses. Wait a minute. Stop the nonsense. I I, I can't believe what I heard out of St. Louis. Bill DeWitt Jr., the owner and chairman of the St. Louis Cardinals, one of the greatest franchises in baseball history. I call St. Louis the greatest baseball town in America. That city gets 3 million people every year no matter what. That city has run two football teams out of town. They ran the St. Louis Cardinals out of town, sent them to Arizona. They, they ran the Rams out of town, sent them back to L.A. And... Bill DeWitt Jr. had the nerve, the audacity, the mitigated goal to say that baseball isn't very profitable in the midst of all that's going on. Really? It's an $11 billion business. Baseball has set a revenue record 17 years in a row. The 50s weren't the greatest era of baseball. It's now. Baseball's never been healthier, never made more money. And I just think this is hollow to say that during this situation and during a negotiations. Because I'd ask yourself one thing. If it's not profitable, Mr. Bill DeWitt Jr., why not sell the team? Why would you stay in a business that's not profitable? I don't see any Major League Baseball teams up for sale. What does that tell you? Here comes the big interview. Listen and learn. Oh, it's so good. All right, let's welcome into the podcast Kevin Euclid. Of course, three-time All-Star, two-time World Series champion, 
uh, played for the Boston Red Sox, the Chicago White Sox, and the New York Yankees. Hey, Kevin, welcome to the podcast. How's it going? Doing good, my man. I appreciate you joining us. And, of course, there's big news happening in Cincinnati. A couple of uh, pitchers from the uh, University of Cincinnati, where you played college baseball, started a petition. Uh, Nathan Moore and Jordan Ramey, those guys started it, but you have signed it, and their petition is to take the name of former Reds owner Marge Schott off of the uh, University of Cincinnati's baseball stadium. Why did you join in? Yeah, you know Nathan and uh, Jordan did such an amazing job of uh, doing the research and 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 doing all the little things to understand why. And they went and and, and put it out there in the petition, and and you know Nathan put it out there on Twitter, and that's where I kind of uh, got a glimpse of it. And so for me personally, I did it because uh, I was asked a few years back. Uh, this is when I was playing a long time ago to give a large donation to the university, and and to be re- and one of the perks of that would to be renamed the field, the Kevin Euclid Field, of Marshot Stadium. And I talked to my dad about it because I was pretty excited about the fact that like that would be such an honor for the Euclid family name to be up at the University of Cincinnati. And my dad, uh, you know, said, "Hey, that's a great honor." And then he said, "But." You can't ever have the Euclid's name next to Mark Schott. And the reason he said is just be things I knew growing up in the 90s and in Mark Schott getting suspended for using you know, some really rough language towards Jewish people and black people. And I think uh, that was such a huge eye-opener for me. And so I had to go to the powers that be within the university that asked me uh, for the donation and say, I, I just can't do this because, and I told them why. Uh, so what I did was just set up scholarships uh, and I, I donated and gave scholarships instead. So, you know, for me, it's just one of those things where it's, it's a very tough subject in a lot of ways uh, within uh, Cincinnati. And, you know, these guys are 100% correct. Uh, you know, we just can't have our ball players uh, going to a stadium every single day, working out, training, and not feeling comfortable with where they're at. No, no doubt about it, Kevin. And, and we just saw... On uh, Wednesday, NASCAR just uh, banned the Confederate flag at their event. So things have uh, moved in this country in the last couple of weeks. Uh, do you look at that as just a good sign in general that people are more conscious of what, what's been business as usual and now want to make some changes? Yeah, I mean, it's always good. I mean, we always got to keep moving in the right direction. I mean, if, if we really want to get along in, in such an amazing country and that I always say this, that, you know, we are blessed to live in a great country, but it's imperfect. And those imperfections are just a part of what we need to do a better job of as a society. And there's no, you know, eliminating some of the hatred and putting it out there. And, you know, people argue for freedom of speech, but everyone should feel comfortable in this country. You know, everyone should feel included because we have such an amazing country filled with so much culture and diversity and ethnicity. And I think that's one of the coolest parts about living in America. And, you know, going to college, University of Cincinnati, I think was one of my biggest eye openers of understanding, you know, a different culture that I didn't grow up with. Uh, and also while, you know, my roommate, my senior year was black and there was race riots that were going on uh, in downtown Cincinnati and sitting down and talking about it. And I think that was one of the greatest moments for me was this white Jewish kid from the suburbs, you know, t- talking with somebody that dealt with racism has, you know, 
felt racism. And we had such good talks about both our, our cultures and growing up. And through those two things, we learned a lot about each other. And I think, you know, in our society, that's, that's what we need to do more of. We need to break bread with each other. We need to sit down with each other and learn about the problems with them. Because I've dealt with it personally within my religion. I've been told I was going to hell uh, one time, uh, and Crazy. other times I've heard other things. So, you know, for me personally, I, I think we're at a, a really good moment of time where we're going to make real serious change in this country. And I'm just proud of all the young kids uh, that, and, and young adults that are, are taking the stand. Our guest is Kevin Euclid, who uh, played 10 big league seasons in the majors, won uh, two World Series with the Red Sox in 2004 and 2007. Let's go to the uh, diamond. And, and you know, uh, the players and owners are hemming and hawing still, but it looks like there's more of a chance. The players have come down asking for an 89-game season. The owners offered a 76-game season. Those are the two latest. You, you, do you believe that something's going to happen here? It sounds like we're going to get maybe 82 games, which was the original number. Yeah, I think that's uh, – unfortunately, I, I, I was talking to somebody about this today. There's too much leak. Everyone's leaking, and everyone's trying to get their story out, and they're trying to make the other side look bad, and I, I think that never goes well. And I just hope that they can just sit behind closed doors and just figure this out because the fans would love it. And, you know, first and foremost, the players need to be safe. Uh, you know, anyone, you know, umpires to whoever's working, you know, need to be, be safe and guaranteed that. And – 80 games would be perfect. I mean, go to the 80 games. I heard 48 somewhere, and I just really think that a 48-game season is just detrimental in the sense that there will be a team that might make it versus another that, you know, you look at the Washington Nationals last year, 19-31 to start. They wouldn't even come close, and they went on to win the World Series. So I'm hoping for the 80 games. I'm hoping baseball is played. I mean, a summer without baseball is no way to live life. So I'm, I'm ready I'm to watch you. baseball. It would, it would be sick, man. It would be sick, and people would be mad. Last thing, you started a new podcast. Tell us about it and why we should listen. Yeah, I started a podcast, and I think the joke is I think I'm the one millionth podcast out there. But uh, <laughs> uh, Chris Meyer, a buddy of mine uh, from Mudhouse Media, he uh, reached out to me about this, and he started a podcast a company. And, I, yeah, I started a Greek Gotta Hops podcast. It's a playoff of the Greek Gotta Walks, which was my nickname in Moneyball. And I'm just basically, you know, my first guest was Sean Casey. So if you go right now, go on Spotify, iTunes, and I think there's plenty of other different podcast links you can go to. But, you know, Sean and I sat down and just talked about baseball, talked about life as dads. And my goal in this whole thing is to sit down with friends and, and family and just other people I've met along the way that have really good stories, that are good people, and just kind of gives you an hour just to, you know, entertain you and, and give you insight of uh, success stories, failures, and just learning experiences. Sounds like a fun podcast to listen to. And uh, Mr. Kevin Euclid, we appreciate you keeping it real and 100% with us right here on Inside the Parker. Thanks so much. Anytime. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, 
further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old <laughs> Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. It's time for the Pocket Protector Central. The analytic numbers you need to know, well, maybe. Anthony Masterson is his name. BS Analytics is his game. What do you got for me, Anthony? Well, Rob, with the MLB draft on the horizon, albeit a truncated one, it got me thinking about the top number one picks in MLB history. The baseball draft is much more of a crapshoot than other sports due to the large number of rounds, but with only five rounds on the docket this year, the onus is on teams to hit it with their picks. 
Now, in terms of wins above replacement, only one number one pick in MLB history has reached the 100-win plateau, and that would be Fox Sports' very own Alex Rodriguez, who compiled 117.5 war after being taken number one overall by the Mariners in 1993. In fact, only three other players have even compiled 50 war after being the top pick. Chipper Jones from 1990, Ken Griffey Jr. in 87, and Joe Maurer in 2001 with the Twins. Now, all those guys are coming out of high school. The most war compiled by a number one overall pick coming out of college is actually David Price, who owns 39.4 wins above replacement after being drafted out of Vanderbilt in 2007. And, of course, there have definitely been swings and misses. Five different top picks have compiled negative war, and four never even made the big leagues. Now, where might this year's projected number one pick Spencer Torkelson end up? A-Rod or Brian Taylor, Rob? Only time will tell. And what that, that ball is. It was a big week in the big leagues. Who's up? Who's up? I don't believe it. My, oh, my. Is it foul or is it fair? And now, here's ShadowLeague.com MLB insider, J.R. Gamble. Last week, former Major League player Torrey Hunter said he had a clause in his contract that he never wanted to play in Boston because he had been called the N-word over a hundred times. Is it foul or fair for fans to say whatever they want if they're buying tickets, Jr.? That's foul. That is a foul ball. Black player Adam Jones, a member of the Orioles, was berated with racist taunts, which included the N-word and had a bag of peanuts thrown at him. Jones called it one of the worst experiences in his 12-year career. In 2018, the city of Boston approved a proposal by the Red Sox to return Yawkey Way to its original name, Jersey Street, because the principal owner was tired of his town being synonymous with the racism and oppression that was affiliated with Yawkey, who owned the Red Sox from 47 to 1958. They were also the last of all MLB teams to integrate in 1959. From passing on Jackie Robb and Willie Mays to outfielder Tommy Harper's 86 Elks Club anti-discrimination lawsuit to David Price and racial taunts in 2018 to dumping Mookie Betts for a bag of baseballs. No player should be subjected to bigoted speech. And with the recent protests, the Red Sox are lucky to be moving under the radar. But Rollins' recent story is a familiar reminder that people need to be more sensitive and diversity needs to be addressed in baseball. Take out the papers in the trash. It's time for Trash Talk Twitter. Your chance to trash anyone or anything in Major League Baseball. This week's winner of a new era baseball cap is at Martin Weiss. He tweeted me this. I'm trashing owners for pinching pennies. Baseball should be the only game in town right now. Instead, they're losing captive audiences by the day. <laughs> if you want a chance to win a new era cap like Martin, hit us up on my Twitter at Rob Parker FS1. Trash anyone or anything in the world of sports. And if we use your tweet, you will be a winner. When Rob was a newspaper columnist, he lived by this motto. If I'm writing, I'm ripping. Let's bring in a writer or broadcaster, old or new. All right, let's welcome to the podcast now Nick Swisher, an MLB all-star, 
also won a World Series in 2009 with the New York Yankees, 12 seasons in the big leagues, and now a Fox Sports baseball analyst. Nick, welcome, welcome to Not the bad, show. Not bad, bro. Not bad. That's a pretty good life right there, isn't it, Nick? <laughs> I'm a blessed man, brother. <laughs> no doubt about it. Nick, let's just get right to it. People are a little panicky about the negotiations between the players and the owners, you know, on how many games and whether or not there's going to be baseball. What's your gut feeling? It looks like they're about to home back in on 82 games, which was originally the number that, that was thrown out. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think that, that I see it from both sides. Uh, obviously, from the player side, the union stance, understanding that you're doing it for future players. You know, I, I understand trying to take the stand. But at the end of the day, I also see it from the front office side. Being able to be a special advisor with the Yankees right now, I've definitely looked at the game in a whole different light. So I can see where trying to get baseball back on the field should be the main thing. It just kind of seems like it's like a, an argument between like a, a like two brothers, and it's and the parents have to get in the middle and, and, and break it up and tell them at the end of the day like they need each other to move forward. So. For myself, I'm always a positive thinker. Like, Rob, come on, man. I want baseball just like you do, yes. just like everyone else does. I understand it's a business, and I think that's where that's where things get really clouded for a lot of people because it's hard to fathom the numbers that these baseball players are making nowadays. It's hard to talk about money when we have 40-some million people that are out of jobs. It just seems like there's a lot more important things right now going on in the world than that. And, and a sport like baseball could stand up and, and, and really get itself back out there and, and, and really make a stand. But at the end of the day, I understand business is business, and I think that's where you know the uh, the owners could be stalling a little when it comes to backing the players back down into that fifty game season. For myself as a player, I would look at it from the fact of you know I, th- what if this was the first year for, for myself being with the Yankees? What, what you think I want to jeopardize Garrett Cole this year? I've got him for the next nine years. You know, I want to make sure that that, that he's taken care of and that this isn't just. You know, just a, a, a quick type thing because as ownership, those, those are products. Those are, you know, those are your investments. So I can see from the from the owner side that you know, it's 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 just it's going to be tough, man. I'm like you. I want it to. I want it back, but I'm not quite sure if that's going to happen. Kind of weird. The MLB draft happened on Wednesday night. Seems to be weird considering where we are, no baseball, that they continue with a draft instead of postponing it. Does this make sense? Yeah, I, I think at the end of the day, you know, the, the, you have to try to continue to, to, to move forward. It's like just with the NFL draft being, you know, uh, how it was done. And I, and I thought the NFL draft was one of my favorite drafts ever. I had so much fun watching it that the way they did that. The, the, the background, the, the insights you got from being able to see where these kids come from and, and just the pride they have. And, you know, in baseball, I'm interested to see how they're going to do it because, in my mind, they got big shoes to fill. The NFL did such a great job with everything that happened COVID-wise and how, and how it's going to continue to go tonight. So I, I, I hope the commissioner is ready. I, I hope that, it, that they put on uh, um, something great. Because, Rob, you, I mean, you know, just like I know, man, there's, there's a lot of things that are going on in the world right now. And, you know, to be able to stand up for the right things could be uh, this could be a real good thing for our sport. Our guest is Nick Swisher from Fox Sports, of course, a baseball analyst, 12 year major league vet. 
And uh, Nick, speaking of those things in the world, everybody's watching it. We all see what's going on with protests and what's happened with the death of uh, George Floyd. And, and athletes have uh, stepped forward and spoken out. And of course, Major League Baseball has always had pride in changing uh, uh, America. When Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier, of course, in 1947, course. becoming the first black player to ever play in the major leagues. And, Nick, my question to you is, sports does play a big part in the American society. So it's not shocking Huge. that athletes, right, would step forward. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, like, sports have, have helped bring back, you know, uh, uh, our country from some of the darkest times we've ever been in. And if, if uh, I'm just, I think just like everyone else, like we're we're in a we're in a dark time right now, where where we need to make some adjustments, we need to make some changes, and sports could be that platform. Everybody watches sports. We've been without them for so long, so to be able to try and get them back and to let these athletes use that platform for the good, I can't wait for it to happen, man. That's what I pray for every day because sports can can change a lot of things. It is a it is a very competitive atmosphere where the best of the best, regardless of, of where you come from or what color you are, get the chance to go out and, and, and show a passion and a love. And I think that resonates with a lot of people. No doubt. Well said, Nick. Last thing, the one team that's going to benefit if there is a season, and I do believe there'll be a 2020 baseball season, will be the Houston Astros. They will get off the hook. No fans in the stands. That's what it looks like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, am right. I right? They, they got lucky. Them. They can't get on them. You're right. They wind up. They wind up getting lucky with that cheating scandal because I think they were going <laughs> to be in for it all over the country by every uh, opposing team's fan. Oh man, come on, Rob. You, you you're in L.A. You know how many people were going to drive down from L.A. to Anaheim opening day. For the Houston Astros, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. How many people were going to be there for that? Big time. It was going to be a boo fest, no doubt about it. <laughs> so they will yes. uh, get fortunate in this time. But as always, man, Mr. Nick Swisher, appreciate your insight, your input. Thanks for joining the podcast. I got you, Rob. Anytime you need me, my man, I'm here for you, brother. Now it's time for some Diamond Dust with Wish TV's Phil Sanchez. Out of here! He played baseball in college. Now hear his MLB knowledge. All right, Phil, you're talking about the Major League Draft that took place Wednesday. What's your take? This week, hundreds of college and high school baseball players heard their names called in the Major League Baseball Draft. But for one of the top players in this year's draft class, it's not the first time he has heard his name on the national stage. 18-year-old Ed Howard is a slick-fielding, hard-hitting shortstop out of the south side of Chicago. If his name sounds familiar, you're right. At the age of 12, Howard starred on the Jackie Robinson team out of Chicago that went to the Little League World Series back in 2014. Well, he's come a long way since his days on the field in Williamsport. In fact, Baseball America ranks Howard as the best high school shortstop in the country. And MLB.com calls him the 15th best prospect in the entire draft. Howard now plays for the White Sox ACE program, which helps Chicago-area minority kids reach their goals of playing in college and has become friends with the White Sox uh, shortstop Tim Anderson. Now, speaking with the Chicago Sun-Times, Howard said that he hopes to only 
one day inspire young African-American kids from the inner city to want to play baseball. And considering Major League Baseball has an African-American population of only 7.7%, the sport desperately needs more guys like Ed Howard. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I've never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in in a different aspect of my life now. So... How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Now bring in the closer. Track one. Track two. Track three. Here's why MLB is better than the NFL or NBA, and it isn't even close. Baseball is better than the NBA and the NFL, especially this time of the year when people finally shed those clothes and put on shorts and a tank top and a a baseball cap and they want to go outside and sit in the sun and hear the crack of the bat. I know Corona has a sideline and we're not going to get a chance this year perhaps to sit outside and enjoy baseball, but baseball and the outdoors, that's why people love it so much. It's the best quality time you can spend with a friend or a family member or to go out on a date and hang out. You can spend so much time talking and catching up, but also catching a ball game, having a hot dog and a beer. There's nothing better When you go to football and NBA games, you kind of got to pay attention the entire time. There's not much time to hang out and uh, enjoy each other's company. You got to keep your eye on the field. That's not the case in baseball. That's why it's better than the other sports. In the words of New York TV legend, the late Bill Jorgensen, thanking you for your time this time until next time. Rob Parker, out. He can't get it. This could be an inside to Parker. See you next week. Same bad time, same bad station. Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. Every Thursday, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, Gangster Rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.